Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today we are talking about confidence. Confident we are. Here's your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Thank you, Aaron. Great, Great job, job, Aaron. I Way did not mess that one up. it, man. Great you job. crushed it today. Two weeks. He just needed a practice week last week. That's it. He was warming up. And he's good. He's got warming it. Warming up. Got Bri is still now. at Cultivate Camp, so... Uh, Erin, you are having to carry her load today. And he's doing great. It's fine. Thank you. He is confident in his job. In his, his job. My, heart, my heart's free. like pounding right now. <laughs> All the pressure. <laughs> he's scared. Yeah. But he got it right. He did great. Yeah. Welcome back to our podcast family. Hope you've had a great week since we've last been with you. We have. It has, it has rained, the sun has shined, it has rained some more. We, we have had a combination. We've had all kinds of stuff going on, but good things are happening. We're getting everything settled in, settled down. Um, settling into the heat of summer in Louisiana, that's a thing. So um, we know that the um, <coughs> some, some uh, technical stuff's going on across the room here, but... We know that the heat of summer, you just kind of settle in. Brad says we are now in the waiting phase until we get to September. There's no, um, there's no break until September. You just buckle down, settle in, and stay there until you can. Um, Brad's going to join us again in a minute when he gets finished playing with his microphone. His microphone decided to fall suddenly or something. I'm not even sure. I did tell something. the whole world. All right, something happened. I'm back. He's back. And maybe not. <laughs> I was like, man, he's he's really he's really kind of muddy. And I was like, oh, it's the back. I was talking to the wrong side of the microphone. The back of the microphone. Who would have ever thought? And it actually there is has, a front it's, and it's a back. It's hard to tell though. There's only a little tiny thing that There's says. There's a little hey, tiny this is word back. that says back. B a c k. But it says it very quietly. Otherwise, they're completely identical. Yes, they do look. Anyway, okay. So, we're settling Back in. Back to where we are. Settling into the hot part of the summer. Everything's going great. The whole family's home. We are all still getting along and liking that, <laughs> I think. So, um, the twins have not run back to college and said they're not staying for the summer. So I, think I saw them at lunch the other day. I think I told Brad. All is well. They are out and about in they're, the they're community. In the world, yeah. yeah, they are per- in the community. They really are. They are. They really are real people, and they really are functioning in the as real adults in the area, in the working yeah. world. It's like when you see your teacher outside of school. I know. What are they? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I have literally had kids when I was a teacher that would say, "Why? Aren't, what are you doing at Walmart?" I'm like, um. I buy things at Walmart, too. Mm-hmm. To Summer was what? nice, though. We talked about having to find a pool to jump in on a podcast a few episodes back, and we did get an invitation for that. So we did. Thank we you so did. much to that wonderful family. We had a and, great time. Uh, for that invitation. And so. food. They fed us, too. Mm, it was excellent. It was excellent. And it had multiple desserts, so it was even more excellent-er. Yeah, absolutely. Not that that's a word, but it's a word. er It was great. I'm so glad I'm rubbing off on you. Yep. Making, making up my words as I go. That's Brad's philosophy. All right. So our summer is, uh, it may well, it may not be good English, but it's great preaching sometimes. Okay. So. Okay. But the summer is full of camps. Christy is running to and fro from uh, camp to camp, making sure our kids are at the place they need to be. Great job on that, by the way. Most of the time. I just could not time. handle that pressure, Aaron. <laughs> sometimes they're Speeding ticket, I would have. Okay. Let's not even say those words. Um, Look, it, 
Yeah. They lost my ticket yesterday, so I can't even, like, they were trying to find it. Oh, my <laughs> Aaron, Poor Aaron. He's been trying to pay a ticket. I know for two. I can I attest kn- to the fact that he's been trying I for two weeks. I had to do weeks. the same thing you did, too. I had to call Progressive, and they had to send over a thing saying, on this date, yeah, he yeah. was insured. We're having insurance issues and ticket issues, but we're going to get it all done. And, and we are confident in that because today's topic is confidence. And Brad is going to tell us about Confidence. Confidence, we are, is the topic of this. And when you think about that, you may say, my goodness, that's an arrogant statement. But when we think about the dynamic of that, you know, there's a lot of verses that actually in the Bible that help us build up our self-esteem and confidence. And so, you know, before we jump into exactly what that is, confidence, because normally when you think about confidence, you think about cocky, you think about arrogant you know, somebody being arrogant and those kind of things. You don't really think about confidence so much as you think about overconfident. Oh, he was overconfident or she was Mm -hmm. overconfident to the point. So there's two things that really stand out. The point you're making is you're either, somebody's either overconfident and they drive you crazy and you categorize that as an arrogant person. Yes. Or you have somebody who has zero confidence and you say, man, they're so timid. They don't and, think they can and, do and anything. They don't, they they can don't, do they anything. don't try. And they drive they you crazy because they, they think they're going to fail. Right. Yes. And so one of those is driven by fear. One is driven by pride. Okay. So where is the middle ground on that? So in this dynamic, you know, it really boils down to self-esteem. You know, your confidence comes from either you have self-esteem or you do not. It's typically defined as uh, one's uh, abilities or strength that they have. As a Christian, we can define self-esteem as having confidence uh, that you are who God says that you are. I looked up the definition of confidence because I wanted to be confident that I had the right definition. Uh, It means full of trust, belief in the powers, trustworthiness, reliability. Boom, I bet you didn't expect that to be there. Reliability of a person or thing. Mm. Belief in oneself and one's powers or abilities. Self-confident, self-reliant, self-assurance. And then self-esteem, a realistic respect for yourself is how that could be summarized. Yep. So to not have self-esteem means you do not respect yourself. Wow. Realistic respect. Interesting. Self-esteem. Lack of self-esteem is lack of self-respect. Is that what you said? Absolutely. Lack of, you don't respect yourself when you look at that according to the definition. So this topic came about because Christy and I, I'll tell you how this topic came about because you guys have quit sending us in information to talk about. And so we were making a list of things uh, that you gave us that we've gone through these topics. So we want you to continue to send us things that you would like for us to discuss. But it came about because um, my wife, um, loves me and uh, started taking some of my pants and, and uh, not my pants, my shirts, my dress shirts to the cleaners. Yes. And, um, man, when I, I'm just telling you, I, I, we were talking about a podcast and I was putting on a dress shirt that had come from the cleaners. And after I got dressed, I said, man, this shirt gives me some confidence. He just thinks he can. Uh, come on, Aaron, lean into that. Like, saying, I see you, I see you approaching yeah. the mic. Now, a starched, a, a little bit of starch is like, Superman cape. That's it, man. I'm ready. Let's preach. Just a little bit of starch. 
Yeah, I mean, done it's, professionally. It's, it's nice to not come out of you know feeling like a hobo, you know, like <laughs> like oh, this shirt it's is not wrinkled. so much a hobo. It's like a wrinkle. Yeah, it's just like wrinkly. Know. Yeah. Well, you want your nice dress shirts to feel nice. It feels the way it, it feels, yeah. and so it's amazing it's what Superman came. What things give us confidence? And looking, looking appropriately dressed, or are you know dressed? Star- so that's how the subject came about. Dressed, it gives Brad confidence. And so when we think about that, it helps you with your self esteem and those things. And so, um, you know, man, a great scripture that I would love to read for you. I have three. One is Psalms. This preacher in me. Yeah. Why are you laughing over there? <laughs> so Psalms one hundred thirty nine thirteen through uh, fourteen says that you are created for you created my inmost being. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and your works are wonderful, and I know that very well. And so, man, this scripture right here should help build your self-esteem so much in a, a healthy way because you're not an accident. So if, you, if you're fearful and you're timid that you don't measure up or you're always wanting to be in the back of the line or those kind of things, that God, you are a royal design, a royal creation. So God gave you a royal destiny. And so with that, boom, there was three points. Can you share a poem and we'll be done? <laughs> three points in a poem? That's Is it. That That's a sermon is? right there. Oh, okay. you got to have a poem. Apparently. I, and I, so, I didn't know either. Aaron and I did not know that. So with that, um, you know, it's interesting um, that God created you. He knitted you together. He formed you. He filled you with fullness. He filled you with expectation and power. So therefore, that should give us the confidence that we need for whatever it is that lies ahead of us that day. There are so many um, people who... Nowadays, I think think that um, they they wonder why why does God have me here? Why is you do have a purpose? Um, um, a pastor that just out, out of our congregation just passed away a few weeks ago, and he his thing was if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. But this verse tells you that God God made you, and God made David is saying in this verse God made me, and I am a wonderful work. And I don't know. I may not know what I'm. I'm supposed to be doing it this exact second, but I'm here for some reason. God put me on earth for a greater plan. And that that's something, you know, yes, you can hear bad, you know, people talk talk down to you or, or you think you're not making, you know, fulfilling your destiny at work or in your life or whatever right now, but there's a purpose that God has here for you specifically. Even before you were born, when you were when you were created, that's what that verse Christy, is Christy, I love the way you're so explaining awesome. that because this is one of the areas that the devil attacks the most in your life. Because if he can hit you and make you feel inferior and less than, then you begin to adapt to this defeated mindset, which will never allow you to fulfill your God-given potential that he has for you. And I, I don't think you can, um, I agree with everything you just said, but I'm, sometimes you feel like you're not, um, you're not worthy of where you're being or whatever. And, and you just, you feel like, oh, I should be better prepared or whatever, but you are better prepared for something in the situation you know like right now I am not good with coming up with words on the spot and things like that and Brad 
in his in his line of work he's used to like changing points and if a sermon goes a separate a different way in the middle of the sermon it may Brad Brad does multiple sermons through on a Sunday and one sermon you can listen to and the 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 thought of it takes one way and then the next sermon it's supposed to be the same exact thing it's on the same exact verses and it comes out as a totally different topic really a lot of times and so you feel like you go into a situation where maybe you're not the most prepared in a situation or whatever and you have to think about going even back to this verse I am here for a reason you know what I'm saying you have to be in a perfect place in the place that you are you are that perfect person is what I was thinking about when you were talking that is that's a good word in that oh, wow wow that's good in that Look, place, I could preach. I, that's preaching, girl. In that place where you are, in that moment, you are the perfect person that God has for that situation. Even if you don't feel like you are, mm-hmm. because you're, you know, um, I know as a as a teacher and as a mom, especially, there are situations where that that come up that you don't think are going to happen, and you're not like, oh, you know, you didn't, I didn't see that coming, and you have to just kind of be unprepared, but you have to function in that uh, ill preparedness. And God is telling you right here in this verse, I created you. I put you where you are for right now. So your thoughts are need to change and say, okay, God, you put me in this situation. What do you want me to add to this situation? So show me Lord, what I can be and be confident that God has some use for you. In every situation. And so one of the ways that you can begin to build that confidence is at the end of this, David says, God, because you created me, you designed me, and you've given me a life plan, I'm going to praise you. You know, so when, when, when doubt starts creeping in and you start feeling like, man, I'm not worthy for this situation, you know, and it's one thing to be like humble. It's one thing to stay, to be, a, have a humble mindset. And, and realize that without God, you wouldn't be in that situation. But then it's another thing to be like, you know, um, just overwhelmed in that dynamic. But it says, Lord, I will praise you. So if you're struggling with that, just begin to praise the Lord. Uh, I was thinking about this topic, Aaron, and all morning I've, I've been singing that song, This Is My Confidence. You know, yeah. what a great song uh, that's out. It's real popular right now. You've never failed me yet. The promise still stands. Great is thy faithfulness. And, man, when you think about this, just praise him because he's faithful. Praise him because he created you. Praise him because you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Do it again by Elevation Worship. Oh, is that the name if of it? If anybody wants to, to, to hit that. Do it again. Do it All again. right. Do it again by Elevation Worship. Uh, Jeremiah 17.10 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Confidence in you? No. In him. Confidence in him. That's what it says. In him. I'm not questioning you. Oh, I thought you were saying I was <laughs> making a point it wrong. Come on, bring it, girl. That your confidence is, does not have to be in yourself. God created you. God put you there. And your confidence is in the Lord. In him. I was making that point. Brad was like, what? I didn't misread it. I was not correcting Brad's grammar or, or reading. I, I was, was having saying. flashbacks from <laughs> Curtis and Abby's wedding. It's like, did I say that wrong? <laughs> Um, so it it is blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. Are you confident? And that may be part of our question today. Are you confident in yourself? Are you confident in your Lord in in the Lord mm-hmm. and in your being in the Lord's will? Where are you? Are you confident now? When we say we should, you know, God puts you in every situation that you're in and God uses you in every situation. 
we need to stop and think about you putting yourself into a situation is oh, not the same that. as being confident mm, to be used mm, in mm. Oh, that's the situation good. God puts you in. <laughs> because, um, Lord, I'm in a mess. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You purchased the ticket. Yeah. You, you got on the bus. <laughs> well, and a lot of times it's, you know, you, like you see a situation that really has nothing to do with you at all. But you put yourself into the situation and you say, let mm-hmm. me tell you how to handle your situation. Yeah. Sometimes God is putting you in a situation like with a friend or with a as an observer to just observe and learn. And sometimes yes. you are just need to sit there and maybe you're the person that they need to talk to. Maybe you just need to be the listener. Sometimes you're in a situation and you just need to be the observer and say, you know, how do, what do I learn from this situation that other people are going through? It does not mean insert yourself into the situation. And if your confidence, this is in this verse says, you know, you trust in the Lord and your confidence is in the Lord, not in yourself. So when you think, oh, well, I can handle this situation. Let me tell them what to do. God may put a check on you and say, hey, I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to be there and let that person talk to you, talk it out, whatever. Or just watch and see. Because tomorrow the same thing's going to happen to you. How are you going to react? You know, the same thing. You can learn from situations, I think. Absolutely. If, if you're, you're so correct. If you are smart and and actually choose to do that. Now, sometimes when you're going through a situation or you're watching a situation, you really, really, really want to tell them. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't listen to exactly what you say, you really, really want to get mad at them. But sometimes God is just saying, you know, let them do. You know, when you're teaching your kid how to walk, they're going to fall Can I just say down. something on that? Can we just go a different direction? I need to say something. If you're not going to take any advice from a person, then don't ask the person. Yeah, if you're just looking for confirmation for the decision you've already made. Then say that going into yeah, it. Just Yeah. Say it going into it, but don't go into it like, I want to glean from you. I want to, can you help me come to a, and then you're like, yeah, no. That's, you know. Yeah, that's a pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, I'm done. That's my rant. Okay. You can rant. You have that, that option. Um, you're right. But what if that person, well, I mean, you know. You think well it's one thing to say I don't okay, I don't agree with your advice. But like I feel I'm gonna do something else, which is great. But don't just like ignore it, take mm-hmm. up a huge amount of time. I remember at one time <coughs> I had this guy, he came to my office and so he talked and talked and talked. I said, Well, if you want to know what I think, he said, No, I already know what you think. <laughs> I don't need no, I don't want to know what you think. I already know <laughs> what you think. I'm like, dude. Why'd you tell 20 me? 20 minutes for yeah. you to tell me this whole story. You know, so anyway. All right. Moving on. I'm sorry, Christy. I um, <coughs> digress okay. here. So um, so you are at the point where, in my in my example, I was saying sometimes God just wants you to listen. <laughs> and sometimes. And I just had to insert myself. And sometimes <coughs> God, you know, God says, Brad, just sit here and listen and let this person vent. And you said, no, I'm going to insert myself into this guy's situation. And God literally used the guy to say, I don't want you in my situation. I just want you to listen to me talk. 
Well, I'm not really. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> there's a lot I could say about that, but I'm going to move on. Do you want me to slide this over to you so you can turn it down when you want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mute. Is there a mute button? No. All right. No, but I mean, seriously, sometimes people just come to you and, and you know, as a pastor, people do just come to you and they just need to talk. Well, it's one thing and to say that. Friend, hey, I just need to, do- oh, but that's true. That's true. It's one thing to declare that and say, hey, I just need, I need to say this out loud to somebody so I can hear it. But a lot of times, you know, it's, it's just not what they want. So, so the Bible teaches in Hebrews 10, I think we're digressing. I'm going to move on. Yeah. Hebrews 10. Remember the early days when after you had, but this is a little bit long, so I'm going to read it. Hebrews 10, 32. Remember the early days when after you had been enlightened, you came to the knowledge of Christ, you endured hard struggle. You endured sufferings. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to ridicule, taunts, afflictions, at other times, you were companions of those who were treated that way. You were with them that were being treated negatively. Wow, I, I read this scripture this morning, and I was reading that article about um, the teacher that was uh, put on suspension for, you know, in Virginia for holding to his beliefs. And last night at a school board meeting, they were ridiculing and mocking Christians. You know, and so sometimes you're going to be taunted. You're going to go through this process. And you sometimes you'll be with people who are taunted, for you sympathize with other people who are in struggles with prisoners. Um, and he, he even goes on and says, sometimes they confiscate your possessions, knowing that you yourself have a better and enduring possession. So <clears throat> it's a great verse because it's reminding us that don't let everything in this world <clears throat> trouble you so much that you don't miss that we're just strangers in this world passing through. This is not our eternal destination as believers, but we're going to our place where the Lord Jesus Christ is, that we have an enduring possession. So don't throw away your confidence, which is your great reward. And I think this is so awesome because when when things start um, going hard against us, then we begin to think, wow, okay, where have I missed God? Where am I struggling? Where has this gone the wrong direction? And and we begin to give up the ground of being confident that the Lord has put us where we are in that particular moment, which is what you were saying earlier, Christy. That's right. I think it goes back to you can be confident in your confidence has to be in him. In him. Not in yourself and not in um, because, you know, I can I can. Like we were just talking, um, we have somebody listening in today. Logan's listening in with us. Um, and when we started, we were talking about tractors and Logan said, I've never driven a tractor. Now Logan can watch someone drive a tractor. I've watched Brad drive tractors. I've watched my dad for years drive tractors. You've, you've driven a tractor. I have driven a tractor, but at the same time, you don't just get in a tractor and you know, it's everything like a car and you start driving. It's not like a car. There are other things. But when you're looking and you're watching that, oh, I could do that. Yes, you could. After a time, you can. But you can't get in there and say, I am confident auto- mm-hmm. automatically. If Logan goes and sits down in a tra- in the in the cab of a tractor, he is not going to be like, I am confident I can do everything that needs to be done with this tractor immediately. But if his confidence is in you teaching him how to do it, showing him how to do it, then yes, after he learns, his confidence becomes in him. So the Bible is saying your confidence has to start in God. God showing you exactly where you need to be. Then even when you go through these other things, even when you mess up, even when you are afflicted, even when you go through all those things you were just talking about from Hebrews, then 
you're saying, I don't, I know that these things are happening, but God put me on this path and I'm going to fulfill it. So if your confidence, if you're confident in what God is showing you to do, then I think you're confident in, Mm -hmm. even when you have the setbacks that we talked about last week, even when you have the afflictions that this verse is talking about, you have the endurance, the willpower and the confidence to finish it, to go through it and to make it through it because you're confident confidence is in God, not in. And that's the difference between being confident and arrogant. When a person becomes arrogant, when they know that their complete confidence is wrapped up in themselves and their own talent and their own ability and their own intellect. And man, that's where they begin to get just so arrogant in it, you know? And, um, in this dynamic though, when you realize, man, I'm, I'm only able to do what I'm able to do because Christ in me, he's the one that keeps us humble. He's the one that keeps us grounded. I love how Hebrews says, though, don't throw away your confidence, which is your great reward, for you need endurance. So after you have done God's will, you will receive the prize. Oh, come on, somebody. That's good. After you've received. That's right. Exactly. Don't throw away your own confidence. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. Just because you do hit a a setback. Again, Mm -hmm. talked about that last week. You're going to have setbacks. Every person's going to have setbacks. How are you going to choose to handle them? And we've we've already covered that. But you have to have confidence in what you're doing and saying, okay, yes, it's a setback, but moving on, this is what I'm called to do, so I'm going to do it. Absolutely. And, you know. And then you get your reward after. And you see so many people that are so talented, but they lack the confidence and self-esteem to fully fulfill what God gave them to do. That's right. Because you're always going to have critics. And we've talked about this so many times on ours. It, it, It does not matter what side of any, any issue you are on. If you go on social media, the internet, Mm -hmm. the the you know just out into the world and start talking to people it does not matter what side of any issue you're on you're gonna find people that love you and hate you for your opinion wow that's a a fact i looked at that topic um this week you know we we have a topic to discuss in the future how to how to embrace people you do not agree with and But you're going to be able to find those people. You can find just as many people that disagree with you as you can to agree with you at any point. So, again, are you going to listen to the naysayers? Are you going to be, and where are you getting your confidence? Where are you getting your, you know, not your self-esteem, but where are you getting your, your life plans that this is what I think I need to do, this is what God is leading me to do, or this is just a random thing that I pulled off of, you know, somewhere. And I heard somebody mention this, you know, in passing, and I thought this would be a great life plan. Not the greatest idea. And everybody, you're always going to have somebody that's your critic. Mm -hmm. You can either get stronger from your critics and, you know, make yourself stronger, or you can fall to your critics and let them pick you to death. And hopefully... You can either surpass their expectations for you or you can meet their expectations. Meet them? Meet them. Some of them people have such low expectations for you. So many people just say, well, because, I mean, that's how I was. I mean, it's so funny for me. Um, if you don't know much about us at Family of Grace, we we do a lot of what we call holistic ministries, which is ministering to people beyond just the spiritual. And I have become this advocate for education, which is so crazy. 
because I'm like the least qualified person to be an advocate for education. And, um, and one of the reasons is because I, while I grew up in a, I had a privilege of going to a great school, small school growing up, man, I had a lot of teachers that had already set the bar for me so low and they were just like, you know, making fun of you about it. And, you know, I remember, I remember, uh, you know, one guy I could, I could shoot ducks and I'd get five points for every duck I'd bring in. And, you know, I mean, like it was a blessing at the time trying to get through chemistry, but, you know, looking back, I, that angers me. Like I have righteous indignation over that. Righteous indignation. And, um, okay. it, it just infuriates me because pe- some people will set the bar so low for you and then you either believe what they say about you or you believe what God says about you. And God said this, I have put you together. I have knitted you together. I have made you fearfully and wonderfully in my image. And therefore, if God says that about us, then we should praise him. And we should not buy into what other people are saying. And this is so true, man, because there's spouses out there today that they got they're in a bad relationship and you know and 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 people talk down to them kids talk down to them and you know and they've just bought into this um line of defeat and despair you know yes the negativity they've bought into the negativity so god said that he has great plans for you and that should be your confidence that he'll never fail you yet. Right. And you're fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. And is God's image the kind that, I mean, you think about it, you're an image of God. You're not, God didn't it's put overwhelming. you here to be put down. or they. The other person has no right to put you down for that. And so and just what your thoughts and your that's right. Plans. And just like in my life, you know, so what aggravates me now, though, I laugh at the devil, you know, because he said, I'm going to beat this boy down and make him think he's nothing. But man, now, like literally Bree's not here the last two weeks because we have a mentoring camp, which last week they did reading. No, this is reading. This is the reading last week. Last week was science. Last week was science and math. Science and math. I'm and then this week is reading. It was called Discovery. And yeah, so I just preach here. They doing all the education <laughs> stuff. I can't even keep up with the schedule. But here's the deal: for two weeks in a row uh, this month, it, we've carved out half a days. Where yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we want everybody to know our Jesus. But man, we we're teaching kids how to read. We're teaching them about science. We're teaching them about all of that because you can't separate one from the other. No, because God gave you those abilities. So. Great is our confidence. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Christy, any last thoughts? It's just that, that God, you're made in the image of God. There's nothing to, to cower to. So I think we need you to help us build our confidence. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we apparently have saturated the people that we know because <laughs> we are increasing slowly at our podcast. It doesn't matter. Family, we talk 2,000. But we're, we're over 2,000. We're only 490 people away from somebody getting a set of AirPods. 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 That's right. And not old AirPods. Like Brad told me yesterday, he thought he needed new ones. <laughs> no. We're getting the good one, the good kind. So we're 490 downloads away from... Somebody is going to be a lucky winner. 
what is it? Noise count now. Noise. noise We're getting canceling. the good ones. Yeah, noise canceling. AirPods. Apparently, Brad needs noise canceling. Aaron's just nodding. You always need the Apple earbuds. Do not stay in my. I have abnormally large ears. <laughs> So this is doing nothing for me, but somebody's going to be really happy. It's okay. The kids Your are like. are perfect, Aaron. The kids are like, <laughs> the would. twins, let me rephrase it. The twins are like, Dad, I can't, like, because, I mean, we're out there working cows. We're out there doing whatever. Got my AirPod in, in, one AirPod yes, in. Yes, he you does. Know? One at a time. And, uh, well, I guess because they last all day like that. You just alternate them out, charging them. But anyway, they're like. It's the 21st century farmer over here. That's yes, it. That's yes, the one that's yes. it. So. All right, so we digress on that, but help us get the word out if you're enjoying these, and we pray this week that you will embrace the full confidence that God has for you. So don't be arrogant. Don't be that person that drives people away. Please, I beg you, walk in humility and hustle very hard because you can be the difference in somebody's life. See you next week. Have a great week.